What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. And <laughs> we did it! We clapped oh at God. the same time. That's not easy. Hello. How and are you? I'm so excited. And we're here. Still I know, human. Still I am human. with I'm with Kathy Keegan. And I'm with Elaine Williams. She is an amazing, extraordinary coach and speaker and inspiratory. Advertising inspirator. I don't know. I just yeah, made up a new well, word. Inspire means to breathe in, and I do. Oh, and that's good. So, but that was almost discounting. Oh. I almost discounted myself there. And um, we're going to be talking about that today. So I'm going to lay this on you and see how you do. I'm with Elaine Williams, who knows how to tell a story. If you want your story told, if you want to feel like you are being completely taken care of, understood, seen, all of that, she is your girl. Thank you. And I receive... I receive. We're trying to model what we are want to talk about today. We're going to be talking about discounting. But before I jump into my story about yoga, Kathy Keegan, her whole mission in life is to end needless workplace suffering. And I just love that mission. So if if you know of anybody who's in a job and they are miserable and ready to just storm out and burn bridges, she is the person to talk to. Or if you're in a job and you can't decide if you're supposed to stay or go, she's the person to talk to. Or if you know, it is time for me to go and you want to leave on a high note with like roses and nice severance packages, you should talk to Kathy Keegan. Oh, yes, you should. She is the woman. Yes. And here's the thing that I'm thinking about you is that one of the things that happens is that I watch a lot of videos, you know, and you see people and they're like, hello. I'm so happy to be here and tell you all about my new product. And you're just like, that person is so fake, so fake. And the thing that you do is truly the definition of the word authenticity. You get it more than anybody else. And so when you are working with people, that is what comes across. And so people, when I do Facebook Lives, things like that, people are always like, wow, it's just so real. And you taught me how to not be so damn presentational. You know what I mean? And so that's the thing. And that's why you want to hire Elaine. And so that's, this is, this is our selling. It's like a love fest today. Thank you. We do. We do. Thank you. And it is such a pleasure. You know, I, I I just got a new client and last night I was so excited and I got up this morning and I was like making notes for her. I just, you know, I just love being of service. Right. So um, I want to tell you a story. Can I tell you a story? Yes, please. Okay. And so I am, um, you know, I'm an action taker. I take lots of action and I make a lot of mistakes. (laughs) I'm not one of those people that like sits on the couch and thinks about things like I'm just go, go, go. And I sort of try to correct as I go. And, and that's mostly worked for me, but you know, that's a whole one woman show, but I have had this back issue since January. Um, and I have a tendency to be like, come on, Elaine, let's just go work it out. Like power power through it, power through, you know, and I'm stiff and I'm sore. And a lot of times I do feel better after I work out at at least until January. (laughs) And this particular 
2020, the, you know, the past two months, I have had a lot of weird back pain and my muscles around my spine have just been like spasming. Ooh. And it's just been this interesting Ouch. thing because I love to work out. And so anyway, so I've sure enough, I had back pain all weekend and I was powering through and yoga and um, went to work at my studio Tuesday night. And I was literally like sitting in the chair, checking people in and people were like, are you okay? Oh, wow. And so I said to my partner, uh, can I jump in this class? Cause I really, I want the heat. And it was a hot yoga. It was hot oh, yoga, cool. hot power yoga, which is a very active style. You are, it's a lot of movement, a lot of downward dog chaturanga up and down. You're up and down. You're stretching. It's very, very active. And My I God, I just, it. I just warmed up when you oh, told me that. Yeah. It makes you sweat just thinking about <laughs> it. So I go in the class and I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of the class and I'm in pain. It's 10 minutes in and I'm still kind of trying to modify, but I'm like, and something just said, Elaine, just lay on your damn block, get on your mat, just lay on your block. Cause my Rolfer had told me to do that. And even though the class is like going all around me, I just listen to my body for the first time practically. And I just laid on my block in the hot heat on my mat and I meditated. I don't even know where I went. It was like, I was sort of light sleeping, but I just was off somewhere for an hour. I laid on that mat for an hour and Kathy at the end of the class, I was like, Whoa, I am healed. <laughs> like it was, wow. and, and you may be going, what's the big deal? But like for someone who's like a doing, doing, doing queen, for me to actually be able to lay and rest that. And I think there was something about the synergy of the heat and this energy. It's a very healing, sacred space. Mm-hmm. But I thought, wow, Elaine, what a great lesson for you. You surrendered. You really surrendered instead of trying to muscle your way through. You listened too. Yeah. You listened to your body. But I like I've never been the person who's like, just take a bubble bath and take it, take it easy. I was always like, I don't know what that means. And that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just 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 rest. I've never been one of those people. Um, if I take a nap, I'm exhausted. Like sometimes naps are OK for me, but like I'm just not I'm just an active kind of person. So anyway, I just thought it was so interesting to surrender to it. And then I had this really, it was almost like a spiritual awakening on a Tuesday night. And so I'm curious that what could somebody say to you now that you could relate to the experience that you had where you're like, yeah, I can do that now. So, so there is the sort of, you know, the sort of, uh, I would say, um, it's kind of like a caricature of people being like, I'm going to take good care of myself. And it's like one of the things you said, you know, because my Rolfer told me to. And so some people listening might be like, because I could say my Alexander teacher taught me this. And you may listen and think, who are these women talking about these people? Well, where people, what we did was we've learned that we need support and help in our lives. And so we found ways to our health and to well-being and to awareness. And we know that we need that support. And so in your case, these messages, the work you were doing somehow came through and you were able to release. I think that was the word you used. Yes. Release and heal. Right. And, um, and I guess one of the things we talk about is like what, finding out what works for you. Like yeah. for some people, 
a bubble bath may be awesome. Right. Right. And then there's some like Montclair moms who can go have a massage every other day or every week and a facial and uh, go see their rolfer because rolfing is a little more expensive than massage in right. my experience. You know, like not everybody has that those kinds of resources available. And so from someone who's you know, I've tried so many different things. I was just so excited that I was able to finally surrender and, um, and have that. And just listen. And, and, you know, we, we were talking earlier about the fine lines. Oh, right. We're talking about fine lines today. Fine lines. I don't want to talk about my wrinkles (laughs) (laughs) on my face or my ass. Your lines are fine. Those are fine lines. They are very, very fine. No, you don't have any lines. We're not talking about those kinds of lines. Kathy, what are we talking about? So it's the <laughs> the idea of that moment where you just released instead of, you know, went harder. Right. It's it's so I'm going to quote one of my favorite movies, Spinal Tap, which you must see. It's one of the first mockumentaries. But one of the characters, he says, there's a fine line between clever and stupid. (laughs) And as I thought of it, I said, oh, my God, he's right. Because I was thinking about mastery and insanity. And one of the things you hear people say, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right. But mastery is doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And so how do you start to understand what the difference is? Right. You know, so that you're not repeating something that isn't getting you anywhere, but in fact, repeating things that are helping you to learn and grow and move in a particular direction. I mean, you do yoga all the time. Right. Right. But but there was a point at which you just said, it's insanity for me to keep doing the same thing because the result is that my back is killing me. Right. And instead, you said, I just need to unwind. And the courage it took in the middle of a class with people moving all over the place and just letting yourself be and the fact that the class just let that be. You know, people continued doing what they were doing. And it was just sort of like, yeah, she needs that. And let's just let her do it. So it says a lot about the situation you were in. Right. That you had that freedom to be able to just sort of speak up for yourself without even having to say it loudly, just saying this is what I need. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would have been able to do that even a couple of years ago. I would have been too like self-conscious or maybe I would have like tried to go in the corner or something. But I was just like, this is what I need. and I'm, I'm doing it. So. Right. And there's nothing obnoxious about that. I keep thinking because there are certain things, something like that. We were talking about the idea of needing balls and ovaries to do stuff <laughs> like there's stuff. There's stuff that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we just have to do it. We have to speak up for ourselves. And mm-hmm. as women, we have to speak up for ourselves and not discount ourselves. Oh. Because coming back to that, you know, the whole idea of it at some point when people are saying nice things to me and you're saying all these nice things about me, there's a part of me that wants to just sort of say, oh, stop. And then there's another part of me that wants you to go, more. More. Right. And and then there's also a part that wants to just stop it in its tracks and just sort of say, that's not true. You know, because I know my whole sausage factory. I know everything about me. You know everything about you. But mastery is about what we're able to produce and help people with. And so even on some of our toughest days, because we've practiced what we do and we do what we do, you may feel like you're working with a client and didn't feel like in your whole mind or body that it felt like a great day working with someone. 
But to them, because you're so good at what you do, it feels amazing. You never know. Uh, Well, that's why I love, I always say, record your set. If it's a comedian or a speaker, it's always great to have an impartial recording because sometimes as a comedian, you feel like you heard all this laughter and you're like, I killed it. And then you go back and you're like, ah, it wasn't quite as over the top as you thought and vice versa. Like sometimes you're like, oh my God, I ate it. Nobody was laughing. And then you can go back and hear the tape. And sometimes you're like, oh, there was some laughter. So our perceptions are not always accurate. There are perceptions, right? And so that's another thing we were talking about with discounting of... I, I find as I work with especially women, and I, I know men do this too, I think as human beings, we need to be acknowledged and appreciated. I think there is a tremendous need for it. Yeah. And I know that when I have been in work situations, I have always had amazing responses because I make it a point to acknowledge and appreciate everybody on my team. And I'm very much a teamwork. Without you, I'm nothing kind of kind of leader. And I also know that I still have a tendency to want to discount. And we were talking about this, how if you grew up in dysfunction and hello, who didn't, right? Or if you have worked in dysfunction, hello, who didn't, right? So sometimes as human beings, we have to, we discount things. It's a survival mechanism. Like I, I was, I was, abused. I was locked out of my father's house. I I mean, some horrific things happened to me and there was really no other adult I could have gone to. I had no advocate. I had no No refuge of any kind. So I learned to discount what was happening. That's how I survived. Right. And then I was in a toxic corporate environment for a long time and had crazy shenanigans happen around me. And I learned to discount it to survive. Right. And and I'm not, and, and we all develop these survival things because we needed them at the time. Sure. And you don't know if there are other options. And right. the fact is, I need this job. And right. so since I don't know if there's another option, I'm going to tolerate what's going on yes. here. Right. And I'm going to accept conditions that under other circumstances I, I might, might not, not accept. Right. right. And there's nothing wrong with, I mean, that's, we all do it. We all have to gauge, you know, and and hopefully as we evolve and grow, our standards get higher and we go, you know what, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I, what I found with my clients recently is how much they discount their amazing accomplishments. And it reminds me of, of me, you know, I did the marathon in 2001. I was, you know, celebrating one year sobriety, one year in New York. I was working two restaurant jobs and going to school full time at the Woo! neighborhood playhouse and studying to be a personal trainer. So I was like doing these 20, 20 mile jogs on my one day off from the restaurant. My knees were swelling like, but I was so committed and so excited and I did it. And my goal had been under five hours and I did it in four hours and 40 minutes. But the day of the marathon, I'm walking around going, oh, I wish I could have had it in 4.30. Oh, I can't believe. And so I'm like, you did the New York City Marathon, Elaine. And I, but I love that story because every person I know in business does the same thing. Yeah. And so here's the deal. Like, I get it. Sometimes we have to discount to survive, but I really, I'm really working on this with my clients and myself. I want to raise the awareness because when you are in the habit of discounting the negative, you also discount the positive, your accomplishments. And 
So that's one of the things I work on is like yeah. boosting your confidence. And that starts with you before we ever even step front and foot in front of the camera right. or the stage coming like, yeah, you know what? I've been through some stuff, right? You know, and, and so, you know, we're going to be talking about that some more too of just yeah. the fine line of discounting and, and being able to receive a compliment, right? right? Because what you're basically doing is someone is coming to you with energy, they're coming to you with energy and they're saying, this was a great job. I just want to, I, I want to, you know, they want to share with you how they feel about something. And so the most beautiful thing you can do is say, thank, thank you. you. Yes. Right? And just accept and that. Receive and, what, and receive So you're receiving a compliment, which is also buoyancy. It's energy, right? By saying no and discounting, you're moving into a different level of energy, which is more like about fight or flight. So when you think about sustaining your own level of energy and keeping your energy up, you know, where do you want to be? Mm. You know, in that place of just saying, thank you so much. And it can be hard. Don't get me. This, wrong. You know that. Oh, my gosh. I, it's so hard to start I, doing that because we don't want to be like a pompous ass. Well, we don't want to have the, in Australia, they call it the tall poppy syndrome. Ooh. If you stand up too tall and too braggadocious, they will knock you down, supposedly. And like I remember, you know, I'm still practicing um, receiving. receiving. I'm still yeah. expanding that because for me, again, growing up dysfunctional, receiving was dangerous. Yes. There was always a string or five attached. Attached. And and a consequence. Love was dangerous. Like, so I, I've had, I'm still relearning a lot of things, but I remember um, I was dating this guy and he took me to Ikea, Ikea, and he's buying me a couple of pieces of furniture. <laughs> and, and I had to keep like... I had to keep like breathing because no one had ever bought me furniture. Yeah. And and I kept thinking, Elaine, it's just a Kia, for God's sake. But like at the time, it, w it was such a generous, sweet oh. gesture. And I had to keep like, like I really had to practice receiving. It's it felt, hard. It felt overwhelming, even though. I wanted to be able to do right. it, you know? Yes. And at the same time, right, you wanted to be able to accept that. I, I'm in the process of moving. And so um, my sister-in-law and her husband are visiting us right now. And she is just a motor. I mean, she <laughs> just goes. And she arrived last night and after dinner just started packing things up. And it's so there's just a part of wanting to control things or wanting the house to be in better order, or wanting there to not be dust on anything that they might happen to want to pick up and pack. And the fact that there is and it's just it, it hits so many other places of like ego, pride. It's and very intimate. And yet at the same time, I have to sit back and say she wants to do this. She loves doing this, right. you know. Her goal is to see what she can fit into something and how to make it, you know, perfectly packed. So it's a, it's really receiving that when someone is as generous as she is to want to show up and, and help me that way. But all day I've had these mental images of, you know, really, really fighting these internal battles mm -hmm. of are you good enough? You know, shouldn't you be doing more? How come you don't pack like that? <laughs> you know, and it's just sort of like, that's not what this is about. Judge you know? Kathy right here. Yeah. And that's it. And I said something to my husband. I was like, oh, my God, I just wonder if I'm worthy. And 
And, you know, and he said, she's here to pack. Like, this isn't about worthiness. Like, where did you get that? And again, it's sort of that idea of how we launch into. So I have, I can go insanity, which is, oh, this is about my self-worth. Or I can just say, thank you. Wow. You know, the fine line. Thank you so much. And I receive what you're giving me. I love it. Yeah. It doesn't have to mean all that other stuff. Right. And I think, you know, especially if you weren't raised, if you were raised by wolves or whatever, (laughs) um, you know, that reminds me of another story, if I may. So um, a friend of mine, a sober sister of mine in Montclair was downsizing. She was a single mom. Her um, soon-to-be ex-husband was MIA and her family was far away. And several of us from AA would go over and give her a couple hours of our time. And and we would just go, okay, I'm going to work on this room. Da, 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 da. And I worked in the basement and we helped her get moved. Wow. And, yeah. um you know, it was like being of service. And then, so one of my best friends was downsizing and I kept saying, well, we can come help. And she could not, it was so interesting because she kept like resisting it. And so finally I said, let me just paint the picture. Let me tell you what we did for this first person. And when I explained it to her, she went, oh, okay. And she was able to receive it. But she couldn't. It was so interesting because no one had shown up for her like this before. Well, and you... You also gave her a definition of what it was. Right. I think sometimes people don't understand what the words mean. And so you say to somebody, I want to help you out. And, you know, they might have a completely different interpretation. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, I want to help you out. And it's like, oh, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. It's like like when people try to sell to me. Right. right? And they're like, I have this program. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. And it's like, (laughs) but I know there are things that I'm always, you know, that I'm working on, that I'm tweaking and this, that and the other thing. But I also have get to choose when I decide I want to do that personal development when I want to do that personal development. And even if you're right, I still may not want to buy your product, but now I hate you because you've spotted one of my weaknesses. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Petty. I'll make sure I want to. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? No, I get it. No, well, it's I mean, sort of like, well, and I get it because people want to fix you. It's different. Helping is or, different from fixing. Or, or, you know, when I was brand new in New York, uh, I can help you with your career, little honey, you know, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I you know, you I wasn't could. being I wasn't being asked to go to hotel rooms at two in the morning, but I, you know, yeah. I and luckily I was so busy. Um, I just kept things moving and I, I didn't end up going dating any of those men who said, I think I can help you. Right. You know, th- exactly. That's a whole nother definition. <laughs> oh my God. I actually saw that in happening. We were in a cafe um, a couple of weeks ago and I th- there was a weird dynamic next to where we were sitting. And it was one of those things. She had these sides and he was like the dashing guy who's going over the sides with her for oh, some audition. God. And I was just like, oh, I hope you know what you're doing. She seemed fine. I mean, there were, it wasn't one of those situations where anybody needed a rescue, but it all, it is always interesting to see oh, that kind of a dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I have another story another time about it's that crazy as stuff. Old, as old as time. As old as time. Yep. Even with stuff that's going on right now in the news. Wait, so stuff that you think is new happened all before. What? I believe that. Because, you know, because oftentimes people are like, oh, my God, we've never been in these times. And, you know, I just finished reading an article describing the way things were in, like, the teens, the 20s, and the the 30s. And it sounds a lot like now. That's one reason I love history. It helps me calm down a little bit. Right. And just understand what's going on. And then 
being able to pull back so that you can make a decent decision about what you want to do. So when you think about the world today, advertising is designed to throw you into fight or flight. What? <laughs> it's no. <laughs> and we've probably said it on here. Before. I need this lipstick or I'm going to die a homeless cat lady. No. <laughs> I love that. That's attic brain, right? Attic brain is you don't have my muffin. I hate you. I want to kill myself. You know, when, when most normal people would say, oh, well, maybe I'll select a different one. Right. <laughs> Black and white thinking. Right. Exactly. So, Kathy, I want to get back to the fine line thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love that. And I feel like we could talk about that forever. So, you know, like in, in yoga, I do yoga five to seven times a week. And every day I've learned after 10 years of practicing, and I love that they call it yoga practice, right. not yoga perfect, not yoga. You know, it's a yoga practice, right? right? And so there's some days I'm like all skinny and I can do these arm things and sort of flip upside down. And there are other days I'm like, oh, I can barely twist. I had cheese last night. <laughs> oh God, yes. That's that's why. By the way, anybody listening, if you cannot twist properly, you probably had cheese. Yes, that. That, Unless you're lactose intolerant, and we then cannot that's a help whole you other, there. Right, but yes. yeah, but I, so I've noticed um, to have some space for myself, and uh, I want to keep working on my practice because I love who I am when I practice on a regular basis. I'm, I am more calm. I have space. I I'm better at responding versus reacting. Mm, I'm a yeah. better human being when I'm sweaty. Pretty much. And, and, and so to me, that's like an attempt at mastery. And I'm still very far away from it. Um, and then, but then, you know, people are listening and they're like, what is the fine line between mastery and insanity? Like, do you have, um, can you help help us out here? Well, the thing, I think you were on the right track. Some of it is, first of all, you know, you and I have each other, so we can we can use each other as sounding boards, right? The trusted confidant, the trusted listener. Yes. Um, because we can actually say, I just need you to hear me out. Or we, we're able to say, this is what I need from you. Can right. I just can I just talk? I don't need advice. I just need to I just need get to, something off you, my chest. Can you hear me for a minute? And I'll go, Bleh! and then I go, okay, I'm off the ledge. Thank and you. then I go, Bleh, la, 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 la. and she's like, thank you. Right. Right. What a gift. That's yeah. why we love having supportive buddies, committed listeners, and or hiring coaches. Right. Because, because you need we, we, we all need, you know, support one way or another. Um, but in, in that in that I said, but and I'm such a yes and person. Let me just That's stop. Okay. Let me just stop for a second. I am a yes and person. And that can be sexy. Okay. And, well, they can be. But, and okay, and and I mean they can be sexy, and um, <laughs> and because right along that same line of a fine line, the idea of practicing something over and over again, you get joy out of it. It's box joy. It's box joy. Right. But it, and what happened? I'm in this butt moment right now. All right. So. <laughs> You're it's something that you you realize that you want to continue doing. So it's worthwhile to continue to do. Then there are the things that we could do that get us in the same situation over and over again where we just feel horrible. Mm. Right. That's where the insanity comes Comes in. in. 
You know, I'm going to just try this this way again, 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 again. And I'm getting the same result that is upsetting, that is horrifying, that is that is not letting me grow. That's very, very different. Right. And and the idea of what mastery is, you know, Malcolm Gladwell talks about, mm. you know, it being like 10,000 10, hours. hours. Right. Exactly. It's it's less about the number of hours than just really loving the thing that you're doing. The intention. And being willing to keep doing it over and over again. And you know what I love, too, I think that falls in this concept of of being okay that you're not great at it. Sure. You know, I, yeah. I think that's one of, like, I consider myself a lifelong learner, and I love hanging out with lifelong learners. And um, I'm fascinated by people who, like, take up the flute at age 50 or whatever, or like these women are surfing for the first time. I want to surf. You know, see, when you start something new, you're bad at it. Yes. You know, you're consciously incompetent, right? Right. And, and can you be, can you have the bandwidth? Can you give yourself the space to be bad? to be messy. You know, I tell people, write a bad joke. Just write a joke. Just practice writing a joke, coming up with an idea and a setup and a punch. And it may be cheesy and hacky, but that's the exercise is going to get you going versus like, oh my God, it's got to be autobiographical, but it's got to be world appealing, but it's got to be specific to me. Ah, like (laughs) I'm in a straight jacket. My That's head just exploded. I was a new comic. I had never written anything. And I was like, okay, what? <laughs> okay. I was sitting at my computer. It was it was terrifying. You right. know, thank and God the idea have, is to you know. just do it. And I also think is to have a sense of humor about it. What? Again. <laughs> you can have, you know, you can laugh or you can cry. Right. right? And, and once again, there's that fine line again. Mm-hmm. Both are releases. Right. And in fact, you can laugh until you cry. Right. That can happen. And so I think choosing humor and just sort of saying, oh, my gosh, because that's that was what changed for me. I was I was very, very sort of I didn't know how to get any kind of attention. I was one of five kids. And were you, you the know, youngest? Um, no, I'm the second oldest. So Ooh. I was like junior mom. You know, when my, yeah, I know it's just, it's, that is no way. Hashtag Kathy so white. Yeah. Junior mom. And it was, it was just, it was hard. And, um, I didn't know how to ask for things for myself. I didn't know how to. So, so what I did was I just screamed real loud. You know, I, I, I was hysterical or, but it wasn't funny hysterical. So, right. Hysterical. Once again, here's another word. Fine line. That's hysterical. Fine line. And so, what was the difference? You know, for me, a, a lot of it had to do with, you know, coming to my own senses and getting into a recovery program and just starting to pay more attention to what life really was because no one gives you an instruction manual. You know, right. and it's one of the reasons we're doing this show, because, you know, the tools that we've talked about over the the time that we've been doing this podcast are, are still the same, but you use them in different ways. So, you can use your journal journal intentionally to write about something, to see words that you say, to see how they read and what they what they look like on the page. Like especially if you're having an inner conversation with yourself right. and you're trying to switch that up a little bit and not be so mean to yourself, you can write that stuff down and you say, "Holy clarity. Right. Yeah. So you, you know, you yeah. you create the clarity. 
Um, and I love that because I love journaling and I know a lot of people who hate it or they like, they start it and then they're like, eh. so, you know, journaling may not work for everybody, but you can uh, leave, your, leave yourself messages. You can have a buddy that you want to say, you know what? I really want to work on the language that I'm using. I, yeah. I need, I need an upgrade. You know, there's nothing like having somebody call you on it. I just right. got called on it the other day about I was using wishy-washy language mm. when it was when it came to talking about my business. And I, I was grateful because, you know, sometimes we don't see ourselves. Right. Is this a forest? Am I in the trees? Am I grass? <laughs> Am I a leaf? If I Are were a, a tree, would I still be standing? If I fell and nobody heard me, would I clap? What? <laughs> <laughs> and would you clap at the same time as somebody I, else? <laughs> We could not get that. Now we get it. It's hilarious. You know, another thing I've learned from you working with you, Kathy, it's, it's so delightful. You have these great sayings, like at the speed of Kathy. Yes. Yeah. And it's important. I, I wanted to talk about that today because I was in these big masterminds, you know, very expensive, year-long programs with thousands of people. And um, I was what? like, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. There's writing on your hand, young right. lady. Right. So that was. Oh, right. This is part of our notes to make this sure is my that we palm covered. pilot. Yeah. <laughs> so this is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So stretching is good, but not too far. So I, I had, I knew I was in a rut, and I was like, I have got to break out of this. So I jumped into two masterminds at the same time, which I would never recommend, but that's what I did at the time. But what I realized was it was too big of a stretch, like. It's great to take stretches and it's great to be out of your comfort zone and everybody can really gets to define what that is for themselves. But I also have a tendency to stretch so far that I'm like stretch man and then I pop or there's a big hole or I land on my face. And one of the things I've learned from working with you is that everybody does have a, a speed and that there's a process And I know I'm one of the most impatient people I've ever known, which is great when you're in the restaurant business. And as a comedian, it can help goad you. But in other areas, it's not always so great. And that people work at different speeds and I get things at different speeds. And that doesn't mean I'm bad or wrong. And I, you know, I, I hear people say this all the time. Oh, I'm still, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done anything about that again. Or I'm finally doing blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, okay, let's talk about your word choice. Right. Like maybe it's, maybe you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Or maybe it's not time. Maybe you had to process. Maybe it took you a while to integrate all of the lessons and knowledge and stuff you had to create your dream program. Or, you know, and so I just, I'm so grateful that you've taught me that. And I, I quote you often. Oh, wow. At the speed of Kathy. Why, thank you so much. <laughs> you received it, right? I did. I almost went. You right. saw that, the body language at first, but then I had to catch myself. So listeners, I kind of went back so as not to receive it, but then I just came forward to say thank you. Yes. And you, you leaned into it. I leaned so into great. it. So great. And you know, listeners, if you're if you're one of these people that anytime somebody compliments you, you deflect. Oh, I got it on sale. Oh, five dollars. <laughs> uh goodwill. Or um, oh, it was nothing when it's something that took you six hours to do. Or no worries or whatever. I we invite you to pay attention 
to what words you're using and speaking. And if you feel like you can't do that, maybe ask a, a friend, a good friend, a supportive, loving, kind friend who would help gently call you on your stuff. Right. And help you really receive and receive compliments when they come your way. And to acknowledge, it, it helps you own and acknowledge the work that you've actually done. It's not the same as bragging. No, it's, it's not. not the same as being pompous. You can still do this with an air of humility and understanding and graciousness. Mm. Yes. You know, and there's something, even as I say those words, there's something very calming about it. You know, and remember, it's in that moment. It's not necessarily, you know, because think about it. I know my own sausage factory. You know your sausage factory. <laughs> your sausage factory. I always talk about that, but I know everything that's going on with me. And we, we've, I think we've already touched on it here today, is that some days, in order for me to produce what people might think is absolutely marvelous, I know it took more internally to make that happen than other times when something just flows more freely. Right, right? which is why we were talking about what's always good to record your stuff. Because right. sometimes your perception is off. Yeah. You know, right. So that's so great. You're a sausage factory. I had no idea. Well, no one ever wants to know what's going on in there anyway. But, you know, and there's nothing worse than when someone decides to tell you, you know, because I, mean, that's, I used to I had someone that worked um, with me and we would have these one on one meetings. And it was the description of everything from like getting up in the morning. I just and I would just say, please, can you just bottom line it? Bottom for me? line it. Like, yeah. Here's the thing that I need. But that but we digress. Okay, so one other thing I wanted to discuss with you today is the power of saying no. And no, thank you. No, as many of you know. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see what I did there? Is that a pun? (laughs) I believe it is. I believe it is. Uh, Is a complete sentence. Right. And so many women I know feel the need to explain and apologize and just, you know, and I'm a recovering everything. (laughs) You name it, I had an addictions, codependent and apologizer, you know. Um, And one of the things I have been working on diligently is trusting I've had, you know, when I was a couple of years ago, I was just so eager to get my coach's practice going again. And I would coach people and do all these free sessions and give away the truck. And I would have these tire kickers who would come up and, well, let me ask you this. And and I would, mm. I remember spending hours working on this proposal package and and then this person would pull the old lady card. Oh, I'm, I'm, be, I'm bewildered. I'm overwhelmed. You know, I'm in my seventies. And then the next day she'd be on another world tour. And yeah. I, I really got like, oh, she has the money, but not for me. Right. So for whatever reason, she she's has, making investment decisions. She's making investment decisions and she does not see the value that I'm providing. And she keeps trying to sort right. of sneak it. And so I'm I'm just going to respectfully, politely say no. Yeah. And I did that again the other day. And Woo! I was like, all right, that's a Woo! high five. That is and, a high five. You know, and I have this tenant. And and in some ways, you could say that she's been a good tenant. And in many other ways, you could say no. Crazy, um, mental issues, whatever. And even though when I say I'm not going to renew a lease, that creates a ton more work for me. Right. But I just knew 
in my gut, I, I have to, we have to nip this in the butt. Our, your time is done. And, um, and there's been a fallout, but my realtor was like, there's like 16 hits on this place. So, you know, and I, I liken it to like, you're in the hallway and you just closed a door and there's a bunch of other doors and windows, but they're all closed. Right. And you have to trust that something is going to open. Yeah. But you're in the hallway. Yeah. And for years, I could not stand being in the hallway. Right. I had to be, no, yeah, yes, 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 yes. You know, I, I, so I'm so, and I attribute this to my yoga and meditation practice. Right. Just being more discerning about something. And also don't try to get something for free. Yeah. You know, that's in some ways, what you're saying is that what you do isn't that hard, but can I just have a few minutes of your time? It's, I've heard a lot of people talking about this where they say, can I pick your brain? Somebody said that today. And it's to like, no, that's disgusting. disgusting. That sounds so gross. Monkeys I don't want you to do that. My, right. That's like, exactly. And, and it's not so much that I don't want to help somebody, but we also understand that being able to coach somebody, it's not a one and done. No, I, you know, it's not a one and done. And and that's the thing. You know, there are things that, you know, that are one and done, but that's not this is not what that right. is. And sort of helping people to understand that you're making an investment in yourself. So that person has made investment choices and investment choices that she makes is traveling the world. That's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But don't come to me and say, I can't invest in you. Right. Right. And and um, and I think that's that's just important to just be clear about what that is. Just say, I see what you're doing. And what I say is, no, if you'd like to work with me, these we can work under these conditions, you know, but otherwise there's, you know, there's there's no, there's no need to do that. And again, it's not trying to be cheap or not trying to not give somebody something. Um, but it's just sort of recognizing that the work we do is work. It's important. And important. And and I just want to be clear to the listeners, like, it has taken me a long time because my my head would go, oh, it's maybe a client. Oh, I think she wants my, you know, I, my head was like, huh, like a puppy. If I do this, then they right. will sign on. And then, and what I learned was I started to feel um, sort of sucked from or almost slimed. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I started paying attention to that. Even if I didn't fully understand it. You know, sometimes you're in the middle of something or a conversation or emails or whatever. And I, I wasn't sure exactly what was happening, but I learned to like pause and, and try to figure out what's going on when this person and I communicate. Right. So, you know, for me it was a process. I didn't just go, poof, I'm really good with boundaries yeah. now. Bye. Right. And we're not saying like just say no. It's just Allow yourself to observe the things that are happening and to pay attention to what you're feeling in that given moment, what your intuition is telling right. you, you know, and know that there are other doors, you know, there are and other trusting. doors and, tr and, and just trusting in that right. and then standing because what you're basically doing is standing firm in what it is you want to create and what you want to do. And you need to do it under conditions where you feel like you're being fairly compensated. Right. Right. And if someone's trying to take and take and take, you might sign that person on and they're still going to take. So now right. they've paid you money and then they're going to make you pay for that. So, you know, you kind of have to, I, I think, too, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Right. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, Kathy, if people are like, oh, my gosh, I must work with this woman. I must find her. How do they find you? Oh, our landing page. 
and also kathykeegan.com. And that's with a K. With K's. Yeah, because now we're coming to the C's. K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-E-G-A-N. I I never said that. K. Yeah. It's Carol Channing. Carol Channing was spelling with Kathy Keegan. Oh, she was so great. We're going to talk to Kathy. I don't even know what that is. But anyway. That's a good impression. But thank you. Thank you. Look at me leaning in and saying thank you. I love it. And so for you, how do we get in touch with you? And if people want to talk to me about finding their voice, owning their power, getting fabulous on video or live talking, Captivate the Crowd with C's. CaptivateTheCrowd.com. So thank you so, this has been really fun. So today we were talking about fine lines and I'm not talking about my wrinkles, right? We talked about mastery and sanity. Those and and discounting and, and making discounting. sure you know the idea of discounting. Where stop apologizing, that? people. I'm sorry, but you have to stop. Right, you like men that? and women. That was you funny. Like that I love that. We talked about at the speed of Kathy, or at your speed, whatever your speed yes, is. It doesn't just, have to be called. It's I didn't trademark it. Don't anybody get any ideas? I think that's funny. And then we also <laughs> talked about surrender. So you know, maybe and hopefully trust. you yeah. can take some of these gems away with you and we would love to hear from you. So make sure you reach out to us on social media and tell us what you want to hear from us because we are two wise chicks, you know, we're maybe a little bit older than we look, but that's a whole nother podcast. So (laughs) speak for for yourself because I think we're still human. We're still human after all these years. Yep. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye everybody. Yay! You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.